Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Fine. Hey, Lucky. Um... Thank you so much for um, joining me today. Uh, we are, of course, talking about your episode of Poker Face, uh, Time of the Monkey. Um, have to say, it is my favorite episode so far. Um, I watched it with my husband, and without any prompting, mind you, he's like, I think this is my favorite episode so far. Uh, I, like, I like to hear that. That's really, that's really sweet. Um, <laughs> it's a fun show, you know, and what's neat about the show is you know, the format, the the mystery of the week format and the kind of, it's almost like an anthology in a way. Um, everybody has a different favorite, which is so cool, you know? Yeah. And I a lot, was, a lot of, a lot of different flavors, you know? <clears throat> yeah. It's so funny. Cause I was, I was like saying like, it's kind of like a updated murder. She wrote like, you know, totally. it, it, I think people that dig that show would like it. And I think people that, um, I, I'm very much aware of murder. She wrote being of a certain age, but it, it never really kind of like spoke to me to watch it. So, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I, I did a little sleuthing of my own and I saw that I think um, thus far your episode is the highest rated right now on IMBD. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. At a <laughs> 8.6. So that's pretty wow. awesome. Um you know, I've 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 made I've made mostly independent films throughout my career. So to get you know to have the opportunity to work on the show and work with all the great people I got to work with, uh, and to have something that I directed get seen by so many people so fast is it's kind of new territory for me. So it's been it's been really overwhelming emotionally <laughs> this week. Yeah, I bet. Um, and actually, what's funny is this. Um, kind of isn't your first connection with ryan johnson because your wife did the um watercolor uh paintings for uh, glass onion right she did yeah yeah and ryan and i go way back ryan ryan was one of my editors on um, my first film may and uh uh <clears throat> his you know the dp that he works with all the time steve yedlin then he he shot may as well so we're, we all go way way back you know nice. so it was it was cool to be able to team up on something something like this that's awesome. No, it's so funny. I did not, I totally did not realize that. Um, 
and I'm a big yeah. fan of May, so I'm I'm kind of shocked that uh that that kind of whizzed by me. But yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I'm kind of curious, and this is something that I've I've kind of been like wondering about, like se- like big series like that have multiple directors. Is there like a like um I'm trying to think how I want to put this like guideline or house style, like where, you know, it's, it's handed off to multiple directors, but it all feels like a cohesive series. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's a few different things that they do in order to address that, that very issue. Um, The first thing that Ryan did um, was uh, share his, uh, his dailies from the pilot episode. So I could get an idea of like the, the style feel and tone and everything like that, that, that he was going for. And, uh, sorry, I was hearing a strange sound downstairs. Um, don't investigate. (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Rookie move. Right. Um, so Ryan shared his dailies with me. So I got an idea of, you know, kind of the visual style he was going for and just just the tone of performances and everything and it really aligned with what i what i hoped it was uh when i read the script that they assigned me and then you know at a certain point in prep you have what's called a tone meeting with the showrunners and the writer and everything and and what you do in a tone meeting is you go through every scene in the script um, and talk about it make sure that everybody's on the same page about what the goal is with a given scene or a given moment just kind of like the overall feel of the show so it's you know, television is much more of a team sport than uh, than features has been for me, which which was a relief in a lot of ways. You just you have a lot of support around you. And, you know, as a director for hire coming into a show like that, I mean, you're like a component being put into a machine that's already working. You know, they're, you know, like when I got there, they were, you know, there were three or four episodes deep. Um, so they all they all had a feel for it and the crew was all used to each other. So I was the new guy coming in you know uh me and and the cast because it's a new cast every episode um so yeah it was it, it was a bit it was a it was a little bit of a learning curve for me and i was i was nervous going into it but i had such great support around me and and ryan just you know was like do you want me to shoot it like really similar to the way you're shooting and stuff and he's like just shoot it like you shoot your stuff man you know he's like the reason i brought you on this is i like the way you shoot i like the way you direct stuff so he kind of just let me do my thing you know and i did what i could to kind of give it some some accents and some feelings that would that would you know make it feel like it was all you know of a, of a piece with the show at large you know so it was, yeah. it was really fun uh <laughs> yeah it, it definitely uh feels uh cohesive but there are little touches that i feel um kind of have uh much more of a mood i know there's just certain shots that are very not horror like but are very like atmospheric um yeah i could tell is kind of kind of your thing um <laughs> can't help it <laughs> no that's a good thing i mean it's... yeah there, there, there's a certain kind of there's a certain certain type of humor to you know uh that, that that always seems to just kind of naturally come out when i make stuff uh but thankfully that really aligns with 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 uh ryan's approach to humor which is the straighter you play everything the funnier it becomes you know it's like if you get kind of too broad even no matter how outlandish the, the material is when you play it you know the characters are playing it as real as possible uh the, the funnier it gets so. yeah that is, i mean I, I totally get that because you do have these very big bombastic moments of course like 
Uh, I want to yes. get a little bit more into the cast, but you know, like the stuff with like Judith Light flicking the guy off at the beginning, like the um, the orderly. Right. Um, also, it was kind of funny. Um, I I won't bore you with any any war stories, but I worked at a nursing home for five years. Um, oh, okay. It was really something. Um, I, I I always say like it's one of those jobs that if you're working at it for a long enough time, it will fundamentally like change your outlook on. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's yeah. Very surreal. But um, yeah. So I was like, I was like, Oh yeah. Like that's such a familiar setting. Cause I feel like I kind of lived that almost 24 <laughs> seven. So. Yeah. And this, you know, we, we shot in a real retirement community actually. Um, and a lot of the extras in the, in, in the show and everything were people that lived there, you know, um, and this place was nice. I mean, me and half the crew were like, hell, should we move in here when this is over? This, is, <laughs> this, this place was really, it, it was really, really nice. It yeah. was definitely on the, on the upper scale of those kind of facilities. Cause I'd, I'd visited retirement homes, you know, over the years to visit old friends or family members or everything. And I'd seen, you know, seen some pretty low rent ones. And I saw some really, really fancy ones. So, um, yeah, it does. It leaves an impression. I, I imagine working at a place like that day to day would really kind of change the way you look at people in general. Because I think yeah. that I think that uh, our elderly too often get discarded and are undervalued for for how much they how much they have in them that they can share with us. You know? Oh, absolutely. Um, like, I it was. It's kind of funny because like. Um, one of the coolest things was just like hearing their stories and just how like awesome a lot of these people were and and like like it's just incredible um i will I, say yeah and while, while while we were shooting between takes and between setups i mean i you know a few times i ran into some of the people that lived in the facility i met a woman that was like 103 years old wow and uh and talked to another lady um who you know just was telling me amazing stories and yeah it was it was, it was neat it was, it was a neat neat environment we had um a lady who who had just turned 104 and wow. everybody called her mama and boy she was i'll just say she was very uh she loved the men i'll just say that <laughs> So we'll leave good it at for, that. But... Good for good for her, man. Yeah, good listen, I, I I I could only wish. Uh, so, um, but yeah, so I um, you know, of course, you have such an amazing cast. Um, yeah, like, I was lucky. Just incredible. I mean, what was it like working with people like Judith Light? Um, you know, it was it was funny because I was like, oh. Um, Kay Callen looks so familiar. And then I was like, yeah. oh, she was Martha Clark. And then I looked up and I was like, oh, she's great. She was uh, in Knives Out. Uh, as great yeah, Amanda. yeah. Oh, man. Judith was was a, just a delightful person and obviously just an insanely great actress. Um, and uh, I see Peyton Merkerson also. Um, I mean, those two ladies together was just, I, I just, I, I couldn't have, uh, I don't know, I couldn't have been more fortunate to have the two of them. They were both you know not only just great examples of human beings but also just so skilled and so effortless at what they do that uh that, you know i was just really lucky and then you just go down the line and the rest of the cast you know kate Callum, like who, who you brought up was unbelievable reed bernie uh you know 
and, and you know several of these people i feel like i might have made friends for life you know we, oh, we nice. really bonded on this thing and we really had fun and and you know it, it it's i'd made i'd made old this movie old man that came out last year with Stephen lang and steven's about the same age as judith and epatha and, and the thing the the commonality i found between those three uh actors uh that made them great in my eyes was that they still had a fire and their fire in their belly for what they do they still really felt really knew that what they're doing is a privilege to get to do it and and we're just excited you know and still had that kind of childlike you know excitement about about making believe you know with it with a great team so um it's been been a really interesting year for me as a director working with older actors in this this, this past year and a half or whatever that's amazing i mean it's like again if we're just so fortunate enough to have that spark after all those years i mean i i feel like it you know this this business is incredibly amazing but i also feel like there's a flip side of that where it can beat you down if you let it so i think it when you can kind of Absolutely. um kind of what oh no i was just gonna say like it it's sorry oh you're cutting out Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, it's just now. okay. Um, that you know, uh, it's great having that kind of fire being in a in a in an industry that can probably be so brutal. I imagine um, sometimes. Yeah, it's it's yeah, and it's it's brutal for different reasons too. You know, there's people that have been at it for so long that they're kind of you know they're they're just they don't appreciate it. they don't appreciate it as much anymore and they you know they take it for granted a little bit and that's unfortunate you know thankfully on this show i mean everybody was just like you know everybody was just having the time of their lives you know so yeah um, um but yeah but, but yeah you can't kind of run some, run into some people that will just zap the fun out of everything just because they're miserable for some reason or another <laughs> which yeah. is unfortunate you know that's a shame um yeah. I have to say, I also love how your episode has Charlie just very easily slipping into old lady mode. Um, yeah. Like, like there's that <laughs> scene where great? yeah, where she's like wearing the, the dead lady's uh, cardigan and she's, she just fits in so perfectly. I, I love it. Yeah. 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 No, that, that you know, that, those scenes were especially fun because there's this period, you know, in the first half hour or so of the episode where Charlie's really falling in love with these women, you know, and we, we talked about it in those terms that this was a love story in a way, you know, her, mm -hmm. her finding these two women that she puts up on a pedestal. And then uh, obviously when things take a turn, uh, she's, she's that much more crushed because, uh, you know, she realizes that maybe these people don't align with, with the, you know, kind of behavior that she thinks is morally correct. So <laughs> it makes, it makes, it makes the heart yeah um, staying that much more i think just the fondant so well you know in that early part of the episode yeah and that's uh such a great uh twist um so i will say that um we've kept it pretty spoiler free but i probably am going to get into some spoilers um okay so you know for anybody watching that hasn't seen it uh pause this video watch it it's amazing <laughs> it's on peacock um yeah, yeah. but um yeah so I, I love the reveal. I kind of love like the sort of fake flashback that really kind of um, like throws you off. Um, you know, 
when you uh, were approached for this project, um, did you have a pick of like the scripts? Um, like, did this particular project kind of, uh, or this particular episode stick out to you? No, Ryan. Ryan. Ryan knew he wanted me to direct an episode in the first season, and uh, and it was I don't know maybe a month or two before I went up there to start prepping. Uh, you know, he 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 let me read all of the scripts that were done at that point. I read I read I think eight or nine scripts. Um, and I knew which ones I liked, you know, but, but it was really about Ryan, you know, it's, it's, it's almost for him. It's, you know, he's not only casting all of the actors and everything, but he's casting these directors for stuff that he thinks plays their strengths or, or, or that puts them in an area where he thinks that they maybe don't even know that they can excel in, you know, uh, and there, it was down to, you know, two or three different possibilities. And then he landed on, on this retirement home one. And I was just thrilled because I, I, I really, really loved uh, the writer of that episode. He he also wrote the barbecue episode, um, mm. which I thought was a which which I thought was a phenomenal um, script. And um, uh, and then you know I got assigned this one, which was written by Wyatt and and um, another writer from their writers' room, Charlie Peppers. And man, these guys just you know it just the sense of humor just really aligned with me, and the fact that it was female driven. Uh, which is a comfort zone for me. Uh, uh, there was just so many things about it that just, you know, it was good casting on Ryan's part to assign that script to me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, it's yeah. Again, great episode. I love the action. Uh, is it um, fun to direct action? Is that something that you, you innately kind of like? It is. It is really fun. It's really fun to work with a great stunt coordinator and stunt you know and stunt performers um and they had just killer people uh, on poker face uh and uh you know to you know i i when i got the script i knew that oh there you are um Hey, I lost you for a sec. Um, yeah. Did did I freeze up or? Uh, I know you. It just it just it just it just seemed to kind of start to hiccup a little bit, and then it just it just okay. shut off. So. Hmm. I um. Okay. Yeah. That's um. No problem. I was actually just messaging you to make sure that I. Um. Yeah, it's funny because you have two. Can you? Oh, there you are. Okay, there, there. So, yeah, that's fine. We can just. I can edit that, and we can. Okay. Um, I think we were talking so about what, yeah. yeah, we're talking about the fight scene, and what, I, I wanted to make sure that uh, that you know we had ten days to shoot the episode, and I wanted to make sure that we had a whole day to shoot that uh, that fight scene. And when you have a you know fifty to sixty page script, and you you have to average you know we really had to average six pages a day um, in order to get everything in. Um, I tried to make sure that I had some days that were a little heavier than that. So I could carve out room for that fight sequence. Cause I wanted to concentrate just from the minute Charlie first gets hit to the, to the end of that sequence. I wanted to have a whole day to do that. And even then, you know, there was, there was a, there was great. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., with the you know with the ad department and, and everybody that we could actually pull all of that off in a, in a single day but you know i i storyboarded the entire episode myself and and i storyboarded you know every shot and every cut of that fight sequence and then they hired a uh, a real storyboard artist to to make a really really pretty versions of my storyboards and then we got to the day of shooting that fight sequence and the AD um, who's, who's directed, who's, who's first AD'd a lot of, of stuff like Punisher and Daredevil and stuff like that, where they do a lot of complex fight stuff. Uh, he had all of the storyboards printed up and put on a big whiteboard. And every time we did a shot, we would cross the storyboard out and we just kind of jammed through the day that way. And we had, you know, really, really good camera operators and a brilliant stunt team and, you know, three actors that were game to get down in the dirt and, mm-hmm. and throw punches and, you know, bite each other and <laughs> break things <laughs> over each other's heads and everything. That's it was great. so fun. It was so fun. It was just a thrill, you know, when you're shooting stuff like that, you feel like a little kid, you know? Nice. Uh, and it's, it's so funny because, I mean, again, you have these, these wonderful veteran actors, you know, again, like Judith Light, being so unabashedly kind of cheeky and um i mean i was like it's it's funny because again i was watching with my husband and i was like how did they get through any of these takes without like just (laughs) Um, there's a lot of laughter on that set for (laughs) sure um you know and judith and he that were kind of making fun of me fun of me in, in, a, in a totally good-natured way towards the end because i was i would be like you know most of the takes i couldn't i would, wouldn't be calling cut they'd just hear me laughing you know <laughs> just like oh god i love it when lucky laughs like that you know um uh but uh but yeah you know they you know the the thing that was really attractive to this episode for for judith andy patha was the fact that they don't get do stuff like this very often they don't get to fight and curse and be you know <laughs> badasses and be bad guys and do all this kind of stuff you know so i mean he told me that one of the first things she told me is she was like i get to say motherfucker on tv i'm in <laughs> she was really excited about that nice. and she's one of the, the the finest cursing finest people at cursing that i've ever heard in my life i just love listening to that woman yeah. curse. It's just such a such a beautiful thing it's got such a musicality about it so. it's funny because one of the notes that i took for this was like she's giving me pam greer yeah like, <laughs> and, and yeah. of course the best possible way like amazing yeah i can um, see that i can see that yeah but yeah. um yeah that was um a lot of fun like what are some of the um like what's one of the standout kind of behind the scenes moment that you uh you know experienced from this uh 
like what's one of like your the, the big the big there there's a couple but the the biggest standout for me uh is the scene where uh Joyce and Irene are basically you know trying to figure out if Charlie's a rat and they're just sitting at a table and they ask her if she's a rat and Charlie's like I'm not a rat and just that that whole scene where Charlie where Charlie's heart gets broken and she realizes that these two women um have done some pretty unforgivable things in the past and just to see her going through that that feeling of watching your heroes kind of crumble right before your eyes and realizing that there's something rotten under there that just felt like magic when we were shooting it i felt like it's it's almost like something from a gangster movie or something like that it feels like something out of like goodfellas or the departed or something just this idea of like you know that mistrust that's taking place and you know are you a rat are you wearing a wire and, and charlie's like wait a second you're the assholes like that that whole that whole sequence was I mean, we knew there was something special taking place there when we were filming it, you know, and all three ladies were just, just magnificent in that scene. <laughs> very, very subtle performances, but, um, yeah. but, but really, really landed it, you know? And that's what I think is one of the things that's so great about this episode is like, you have stuff that's so outrageous, but then you have like these weightier moments that really anchor that. Yeah, and there's another there's another scene that takes place at that same table where Gabriel basically admits to the two ladies that he betrayed them uh, 30 years ago, um, or, or 50 years ago, um, and that you know that was another one where there wasn't there was a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of tears in a lot of people's eyes when we kind of got to the end of his confession and everything and and that you know seeing those those women realizing you know this guy totally betrayed us. We're going to have to do something about it, but masking, you know, the mask that they put over that, it's just really, really fine acting, man. And when you've oh, got yeah. actors like that, you just, you just try to get the camera in the right place to catch it, you know, because their instincts are just right on the button, you know? Yeah. Like when Gabriel, like the moment that he sees them, I mean, just the look on his face is just like, it looks like he's just on the verge of tears. Like, I, yeah. I, it's, it's such good acting i'm like how do people like the fact that people can just turn that on and off is incredible to me yeah and the impression that reed bernie makes and just the few scenes that he's in you know like that you know like the, like you said that introduction scene and then the, there's this really lovely exchange that he has with charlie when he first gets shown his room at the retirement community um that's really sad and bleak and then you know then you follow that with this the scene where he confesses these to these 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 two women that he loved that he betrayed them. Uh, I mean, it was yeah, it was very it was very emotional. And you know, Reed also came in and just nailed it on the first take too. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 did two takes just because like we did, we just felt obligated to do two takes. But he nailed it in the first <laughs> one. You know, it's like we we would have been just fine. But um, but yeah, you know, I mean, you know, when you when when you have actors like that placed in front of you, it's hard to go wrong you know yeah now you said you you shot this in uh 10 days yeah Yeah. um now how does that like compared to like your your films because i know well what's funny about that is is uh the type of films that you know the the lower budget kind of independent films that i've been making especially the last 10 years with really short schedules really prepared me to work in television because (laughs) because because of that accelerated pace and it's like 
everybody's worried. How are we going to shoot all this stuff in 10 days? I'm like, well, I just shot my last feature in 15 days and that was 90 pages, you know? So it's like, you know, 55 pages or 60 pages or whatever in, in, in 10 days it wasn't scary to me, you know, because I'd learned a lot of tricks of the trade. And plus, you know, when you're working on a big television show like that, there's a lot more resources. There's a lot more manpower. There's a lot more gear. There's just, you know, you have a lot more at your disposal, you know, and you can, you know the thing that i really loved about working on on this show in particular was being able to shoot uh with two cameras um which i which i i've I've done very very few times and only in specific cases like uh on films in the past but to to do a whole shoot and have two cameras running and and figuring out how to use two cameras with them without making it feel like you're it's it's a two camera shoot um uh and trying to like not just be shooting like two people singles at the same time but to be you know shooting like a really really cool profile angle and then you know getting a low angle two shot and you know trying to make sure that no matter what even if you have two cameras running at the same time that each shot is extremely cinematic and 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 that that the b camera doesn't just feel like just coverage (laughs) if that makes any sense so that was a really that was a really cool you know new tool that i you know that ended up on my tool belt as a result of working on the show man and just anything i do in the future if i can if i can have two cameras it's just the way to go nice you know? and you um, move you move you move a lot faster too you know um, yeah i mean especially you know. with you saying you had to get what like six uh shots uh or six picks up like pickups a, a day or something six pages a day six, six pages, pages of screen yeah six pages of script um and, and and a lot of times more than that because i was trying to like uh front load a lot of, of the page count you know in the early days so i'd have more time to do the more complex scenes like the trellis climb and the fight sequence and stuff mm. it's just all a balancing act you know which is which is really fun and you you really really learn how to how to make a schedule work when you're working in independent film. So when you get to television, it's actually a little bit easier, you know, yeah. um, because you just have, you just have a lot more manpower. I mean, that's, that's really interesting, especially with, you know, again, this, you know, um, already kind of being trained in this sort of fast paced environment with like indie films. Uh, I mean, it would probably be very jarring for somebody to go into this as their first project. Um Versus like somebody that's already kind of built up these skills to be able to shoot six pages in a day. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just something you learn by doing it, you know? And, and, you know, like I said, when Ryan, you know, when I asked him, you know, is there any particular way that you want me to shoot this or any particular style? He said, just shoot it like you shoot your stuff. So I just shot it like I shoot my movies, man. You know, like I just, yeah. I, you know, I treated it the same way, you know, um, which was, it was awesome that he gave me that freedom, you know, but, but again, like I said, I was still trying to honor what he created and making sure that I was getting the right tone and feel, you know, um, yeah. um but and, you know, that, that's, what's cool about the show. Um, now did you, um, cause I know, um, you know, uh, do you, you know, you said you had a good time doing this. Do you think that you'd want to do more TV shows or would you ever want to maybe oh, like, yeah. I would I would love to do as much television as possible. It's so fun. They're short time commitments, um, and uh, they keep you really really sharp. You know, uh, they're uh, it's a it's just a really fun team sport. Like I said, and uh, you know, it's like 
if I got to a place where I was able to do an episode or two of television a year, I would have the rest of, you know, the rest of that year to work on the stuff that, that means the most to me, you know, um, mm-hmm. while staying sharp and working, you know, getting better at working with different kinds of personalities. And, 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 you know, and also, you know, I joked with Ryan that, that, you know, this, this episode of television is kind of the first time I've directed anything that has a plot <laughs> <laughs> because it's a, because it's a mystery show and it's, it's, it's got the, you know, problem solving aspect and it has a real plot, you know, most of my, most of my uh, movies have been uh, mostly about mostly just really, really heavily character driven, you know, Um, they kind of float, (laughs) float around, but just having this, you know, a great. Yeah. And that's funny because, you know, uh, uh, I think one of the things. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what's going on with my, I don't know if it's my internet, but, um, sometimes it gets a little laggy. I don't know. I apologize. Mine says it has a full signal. Um, check and see. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm, um, I'm in the office and sometimes the internet's really good and sometimes it can throw a fit. Like still there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me, let me, let me try moving. Let me try moving my iPad here. I'm checking my well, my signals super good right now. So um, hmm. there we go. Okay. Um, yeah. Let Let's me. That makes a difference. Yeah, I can. Uh, if it's if it's still a little problematic, I can try to switch um, to a different uh, Wi-Fi thing. But yeah, I'm getting all signals too. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, technology. Yeah, gotta love it. Um, so, um, yeah, actually, you know, um, would, you know, would something like having your own show be something you'd be interested in someday if like you could show run and, and occasionally direct? Yeah, it, it would, it, I would, I would want to do a show, but I, I, I'm, I, I wonder, the, the only thing I wonder about it is how could I do it without wanting to direct every single episode, <laughs> which, 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 which Ryan was definitely, you know, definitely conflicted about, uh, you know, uh, because this thing is his baby. It's his creation, you know, um, you know, I think part of the reason he, he wanted to bring me on was that he trusted me and we went way back and we really understood each other's sensibilities. And, you know, there's a trust there um, that really helped, you know, and Natasha directed an episode and, um, and, you know, the other directors, he got are fantastic, especially Ian McDonald um, uh, who did the barbecue episode. I just think that's just, just marvelously directed piece of television. And, and, uh, but you know, for me making, you know, I, I would like to make my own show, but, um, but I wonder, I wonder whether or not I would be able to, uh, mm-hmm. welcome, welcome other directors. Yeah. <laughs> Give up the reins a little bit, but you know, yeah, I don't know, but, but, um, but, you know, I mean, the reason I like making movies is collaborating with people. So it would be like, it would be a new frontier. So that would probably be really exciting, you know? Um, and, yeah. and, you know, I can think of some directors off the top of my head, like Ivanka Vukovic, who's a good friend of mine. And, I can think in Chris Sievertson and, and, you know, there, there, there's a lot of people that, that would, you know, that would get something that, that would come out of my weird brain, I think. So um, who knows? We'll see. You know, I, I think, yeah. I don't think I can really consider doing, you know, uh, trying to make my own series until I've worked on other people's shows a few times and learn the ropes. A oh, little yeah. Bit more, yeah. You know, um, um, I think, you know, I know we have kind of a glut of really great horror anthologies, but 
uh i think something like that would be kind of amazing like with some of these well, Guillermo Guillermo did it with Cabinet of Cabinet oh, Curiosities, yeah. which I think is marvelous. Um, and it really made me pine for the days of Masters of Horror because yeah. you know it's like God, you know, it's like I wonder if Masters of Horror wouldn't have been more successful now in the streaming age. You yeah. know, um, well, I, actually, I, I mean, think it would. You know, who knows? I mean, they reboot everything. That's true. That's true. Gosh, um, wouldn't that be great? That was oh, that was a special show too. I have yeah I have to say I mean that show came on at such a formidable time for me because I was like really like I've been a horror like just a movie fan in general for like as long as I can remember but like I you know I, I'm sure you can relate where, where certain things just hits you at such a great time and oh, place yeah. in your life um oh, yeah. so like you know just like with discovering May I remember like being like pretty much just freshly out of high school loving it recognizing all the creativity and like how you can make something so cool on not a huge you know uh hollywood budget yeah yeah um oh man that's nice to hear yeah um like um so i i don't want to keep you all day uh but i, <laughs> I um i mean yeah because i i mean i could talk like i you know like you i I get so excited talking about stuff like this. I could, I could talk for hours, but I won't. Um, but no, I mean, I really appreciate your time, but um, just kind of wrapping up, um, you know, what, um, what's uh, something that you'd like people to take away from your episode? Um, uh, just that it's, it's just a wonderful celebration of some really, really brilliant actors and, and creatives, you know, like I, I keep pinching myself that, that I even got to work on a, on a show of this caliber. Um, and I, I just, I really, really enjoyed my experience of working with each and every person, you know? Uh, so I hope they see that it was made with a lot of love. I hope that comes across, you know? Um, and, I, and, and, you know, I hope people keep, uh, I hope, you know, I, I love the, the positive, the, the, just the, all the positivity and encouragement and warmth that's coming from people that are watching the episode. And, and I, I really hope that this all leads to a spinoff series starring Joyce and Irene. <laughs> yes. All right. I would love that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, put it out in the universe. Yeah, exactly. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much. Uh, again, this was so cool. Um, getting to talk to you again, getting to talk about this great episode that you directed. Um, uh, everybody, you can check it out right now. Right now, it is up on Peacock. Mm -hmm. um, watch the whole series. But uh, yeah, episode five is a banger. So check it out. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's yeah. good to talk to you. Absolutely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.